What's up, everybody? Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast with your host, Aaron Dante, who brings you the hottest interviews with the dopest people sharing their experiences all across the world. Now, here's your host, Aaron Dante. This portion of the episode is sponsored by Found Studio Shop. Looking for unique gifts curated by an artist? Shop online at foundstudioshop.com and explore delightful selection of gifts for the holidays. Handmade jewelry, ceramics, cards, and more. Or pamper yourself or your loved ones with candles, gift boxes, and locally made bath and body products. All of this and more is available for your shipping or local pickup at 4337 Hartford Road in Northeast Baltimore. Browse whenever the mood strikes at foundstudioshop.com or come in for an in-person browsing. All right, folks, welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. We are live at Fire and Rice. This is so exciting. We got people stuffing their face, eating the food, got some beers, and I, I love it. I love it. I love being Northeast Baltimore. This is home, and uh, I really appreciate Fire and Rice having us here and doing a live show for them. You know, it's just going to be good times. Alex? Aaron, thanks for coming in, man. Hey, this is all about, brother. It's all about <laughs> having fun. And thanks to everybody who showed up tonight. I know you could be anywhere else. It's 5.30. It's happy hour. I know Mr. Hall over there. He always has a drink at happy hour, so <laughs> we're, we're happy that you were here to hang out with us for a little bit. I know everybody who's everybody's here. I know who's who's. So let's get into it. Let's get into it right away. Let's not even waste any time here. So you were on the show before. Yeah. Okay. It was about last summer. It was the height of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we released it around this time, actually, last year, right before Thanksgiving. And it's kind of poetic that we're doing it again that soon. So let's find out... What happened? Because when we had first met, there were th- three people. Now we're down to one owner. Whew. Let's talk. Let's give the audience a little bit behind the peak and find out what really is going on. So we kind of figure out. Let's go fund me. What, what, why? What happened? Mm-hmm. Um, we know it's a pandemic. A lot of business owners are here. It's hard. It's hard, you know. And and again, that's why I'm here, just trying to help any business in this area to push and go forward. So. It's your show. Go ahead. Oh, geez. Uh, so last year, yeah, we had we had the uh, two other guys. Yeah. Um, we were planning on moving in down here. Uh, I think at that point it was still a temporary. We were thinking of this space as temporary while waiting for the larger original location. Um, and just kind of focus on carry out and delivery. That's kind of all that was available last fall going into winter at least for a couple of guys who were just looking at a temporary lease. Um, we opened in October. It's been, it was about a year ago. Uh, to, to an overwhelming, um, just kind of a descent, the neighborhood descending on us that first weekend. Um, you, you always ask like, you guys were out of food. You had to close that first week. What happened? Uh, we had no idea. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, we were moving into a small kitchen with very little refrigeration. We made as much 
stock and sushi rice and ordered as much fish as we thought we needed. And then it was gone. It was the neighborhood was hungry and it, you just can't make broth overnight. Uh, I think it was a, a Friday that we were out of stuff. You can't just, not all vendors are open. You can't get deliveries for certain product or produce. We just, we had no other choice but to just close down. But that really gave us some focus. Um, and we just, we came in the next week, kind of scaled back the menu. I'm giving a long, long story. We don't need to go through all this. <laughs> no, you're good. Well, Any, anyways, you're good. You're good. We, we got back open. Um, it was a lot of hard work to get just to that point. And then about a month in, uh, they who will not be named. Um, <laughs> I, th I think I'd, it's opening a business in this kind of environment. You, you have no idea. Like we've managed, we've run operations, but to kind of do everything bare bones, to really strip it down, you're relying so much on yourself. You got to, the team's got to be really, really tight. We didn't, it was just us. We didn't have other line cooks. Um, we didn't really think we needed that, but it, I guess it was, it was tough for certain people and that's, that was the decision they made. Or maybe the, the dream, the original dream was just gone at that point. Anyway, we don't want to spend too much time on that. Kevin and I sat down, we looked at what we could do, and we kind of saw it as a really great opportunity because, again, like the ramen, and we've talked about this, it's a whole process to do it right. And we tried, we tried for a little while to do it on our own. We knew it wasn't right. But it was also taking up so much of our time, of the kitchen space, we decided to nix the ramen, work on other stuff, do poke bowls, do some other um, noodle dishes, some other entrees and small things. And that worked out pretty well. You guys were hungry. You guys liked it. You liked sharing new food with us, coming up with new specials, new ideas. Um, but it was still just kind of that pandemic, I think Sisyphus, is that the guy pushing the boulder up the mountain? That you, ever, you all relate. It's been almost two years of us all pushing up our boulders up this mountain. Um, sometimes it rolls on top of you and you got to keep pushing it. And I feel like I had two really big instances where the boulder rolled on top of me, but I was still, I didn't want to give up on that trajectory, going up that mountain. It was hard, but I didn't really know any other path to just keep moving forward up, up that mountain. I, um, so when that, that last shoe fell, that last boulder decided, it was time for it to roll down the hill. I had to take some time off. I had, uh, I had to think about, could this work? Could I make this work? 
who am, who's going to help me? Because I, I had to jump in and cook on the line a couple times, uh, help Kevin out when we didn't have hands. You know, people have lives. Chris, Chris was there a bunch of times to help us out. And luckily, Chris is my new kitchen manager here. Um, him and I have worked together for years. Uh, I, when I brought him in, I, I didn't know what sort of expectations um, he had as far as wanting to get involved. And he was like, oh, dude, I, I got you. I'll help you build a menu, R&D it, train people if, if, uh, if I need to hang on and cook. Cool. Uh, and he's just, he's kind of riding this ride. He's here to see it through, too, and maybe I can convince him to, to stay. <laughs> we'll see. But he's, I think, and he can yell at me if I'm wrong, but uh, he's, he's here to see it through and help, help this, this concept come to fruition, and I'm really grateful for that. So uh, he's, he's been a huge help of reimagining what, what Fire and Rice uh, will be. The No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly partnered with Remix Bar and Grill, located at 819 East Pratt Street, just north of Harbor East. Remix is a sports bar offering a sole food menu. With over 20 TVs, pool tables, outdoor patio seating, and private rooms, Remix is set up to be your premier downtown destination to watch all your favorite sporting events. Open from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 12 a.m., Friday and Saturday, and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday. Check out Remix Bar and Grill on Instagram and Facebook under at R-Y-M-K-S Baltimore for daily happy hour specials and weekly events. Remix Baltimore. So just from a perspective of the customer, you, you touched on a couple of things that I was going to mm-hmm. bring up. I was all over the place. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're going to, we're, I'm going to bring you back in. So we're going to bring you back in. So one thing that, and I, and like, I like to be honest, and people, we talked about the food running out. That was a big yeah. thing that was a stickler to the crowds. I call it social media, the, the worst place in the world. Because um, I just, yeah. But what would you, would you say where people say, you know, you're a little bit different. You put jalapenos in your... You know what I'm talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, jalapenos. Cause we, we have to answer the questions. We have to answer the questions. Because you know what? People are going to ask. Jalapenos in your sushi. We are not the only I, I sushi know. joint. I know. <laughs> putting jalapenos on sushi. I mean, is it, I mean, and the, and the person, and the person didn't even taste Japanese it. pepper. So, I mean, but I guess the answer, like, as far as. Why jump back into this? Why just say, you know, just like, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore. I have a family. Why, why yeah. even, if, if, you know, what support have you gotten from the community? That's why we're doing this tonight. Mm-hmm. What support have they, have they reassured you? Say, have you reached out to the Walterson? Have you watched here at the Laurelville? Have you reached out to more, you know, you know, the area and say, hey, I need help. How can we promote this? Have you done that? Or just going back, that's a lot, it's a loaded question. So first the food, the jalapeno, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It wasn't just, my role. But just community-wise, I mean, like yeah. what you could have said, you know what, I'm done. But I think this community needs something like this, because I drive. We were talking with Vern Allison over here. They all they go all the way down to Mount Vernon to get sushi. Yeah. I go all the way down to I'm not going to the name of place in Federal Hill to get sushi. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 
That's ridiculous to drive well, that's a half why an hour I, to yeah. get sushi. So I guess, where do you stand with everything going? No Picks After Dark podcast is sponsored by the Charm City Craft Mafia, Baltimore's best local craft fair. Presenting Holiday Heap Craft Show, back in person on the first Saturday of December. Featuring handmade stationery, apparel, jewelry, ceramics, wall art, body care, small batch food gifts, and more. Crafted by makers in the Baltimore and the region. Holiday Heat will be on December 4th, 2021 from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 2640 St. Paul Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21218. You will see us there, No Picks After Dark, doing live interviews as well from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. For more information, please go to CharmCityCraftMafia.com and on Instagram and Facebook at CharmCityCraftMafia. Well, when I originally heard about this concept and started talking to the folks originally involved, it made sense for the neighborhood. Again, like my wife loves sushi. I've, it wasn't a thing for me. I learned to love it. I got into it. I'm gonna <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'd always have to travel. We'd have to go Hamden or Towson or downtown. Um, it just made sense. And I had just a year before that, I was working at a sake bar and got really into it. I really enjoyed the training of that. And I felt like this was a really great opportunity to be a part of um, something the neighbor, I felt the neighborhood needed uh, food wise and something I wanted to be a part of beverage wise and run my own program, a beverage program. Uh, and just f for almost 10 years, I've had to work in other neighborhoods that I didn't live in because there's not a lot of places on our, our strip to do that, to make a living, to, to feed your family. So I was really excited to sign up with fire and rice and run a program that was that was mine and serve my community. Um, I've only I feel like I've only recently in the past year or two have got to meet and know a lot of people in the neighborhood, business owners, neighbors, um, because of either I have a three year old now, so there's a a, sh a short radius of where we can go before he starts to crash. So I've started meeting other neighbors with kids, but also like being involved in the community as uh, a business manager, now owner. Um, this is kind of what I thought this Q&A would be about, is getting to these people to get to know me, because we've been here almost 10 years, and I, th yeah, yeah, it's shocker. <laughs> you, you got, I feel like you guys are just starting to get to know me and my family. <laughs> Good round number, 11 years, yeah. Um, and we've, we love it here. We love the businesses here. We love the, the support that just seems, um, it's, not, it's, not as, it's not forced like in other pockets of Baltimore where I feel like it's more genuine when, when someone wants to help you. Like, like you. Just coming to you and be like, Aaron, could you help me? You're like, no, nah, we, we, we can do more. Or doing stuff with Zeke's. Um, Casey came over and dropped off some, some gifts last Christmas that I ordered with her. She didn't have to do that. Um, that's, what I, that's what I love about being here, and that's why I was excited. And that's why I had 
to make this work because I didn't know what else I was going to do. Was I going to go back to bartending or bar managing in someone else's neighborhood? Sure. But this, this seemed like the, the, the last, uh, maybe I'd have other opportunities to work here, but this seemed like something I already had my foot in the door with. And I just needed to keep pushing the boulder um, as hard as it was by myself, get my team together, get my community together to help me with that, that, that boulder and get this, get this horse out of the, the stables. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a race. What is it called? Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, my metaphors all mixed up boulders and horses. So <clears throat> that's the what? title of the podcast. No, no. <laughs> we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. So <clears throat> everything you've learned, what's next for fire and ice? What, like, what's the new menu? What's going to be something that we can talk about, rave about when we leave out of here tonight and talk to our friends, our neighbors mm -hmm. and say, Hey, they got something going on new here. What, what do you have for us? The No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly sponsored by Maggie's Farm. Located at 4341 Hartford Road, Maggie's Farm offers a unique dining experience with delicious handcrafted cocktails and mouth-awarding cuisine from falafel to scallops and everyone's favorite honey sriracha cauliflower wings. Open for dinner from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday and serving brunch Saturday 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. with delectable chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits, biscuits and gravy, and more. Check out Maggie's Farm on Instagram and Facebook for daily and weekly food specials as well. We've got the liquor license approved. Congratulations. That was, thank you, thank you. That's something I've been dreaming of for two years now when I first signed up was having my own bar program. Um, so I'm very excited to do something different in our neighborhood as far as the cocktails, doing uh, a really intense but not overwhelming sake program. I think, I think uh, Japanese spirits and sake, not a lot of people know about. And I think I like, I like to be approachable as a person and as a bartender and a bar manager. And that's kind of how I like to make my drinks and my drink program. So I really want to, I'm really excited to introduce people to sake. If they have never tried it before the different types, um, Japanese and other Asian spirits, or maybe flavors that we're, I'm planning to incorporate in the cocktails. Um, as far as the food menu, it's going to be, it's going to be very different okay. because the, uh, the two original owners were the chefs and now I don't, have them. Um, there's luckily, and this is <laughs> when when Chris came in the kitchen one time, he was like, "It's a really good thing the restaurant's not called Fire and Soup." <laughs> wow. So we could just do anything with rice, essentially. No, but we still had the sushi, and we're still going to do as much of our version of sushi as we can. Um, there's talks about possibly the chef coming and showing us, training us how to do some of that stuff or making appearances. And that, that's great, but it, that's stuff we can't really bank on. So we're going to do our style and that you guys are kind of seeing some of that. 
the the more elevated, simple kind of sashimi and nigiri making, taking really good product and not overcomplicating it. Um, we also want to kind of, we want the kitchen to be cranking food out. And it was hard because for, for Kevin, he was just one guy feeding half a city on some nights. <laughs> just rice everywhere. <laughs> Uh, I thought working at Hamtab was bad, just finding sesame seeds all over <laughs> me. But no, rice is much stickier. Um, so we're going to do our version of sushi. Um, we kind of want to do a lot of, we're kind of calling it Japanese, or Japanese tapas, um, which is kind of what's considered izakaya, the sort of Japanese pub fare. Uh, really quick, fast bites that the kitchen can just crank out. Um, we're also going to have some uh, some entrees, too. Um, we, we also really want to focus on, we, we found out getting involved with the Maryland Vegan Week that we could be really successful with that stuff, and that's something that Chris and I have really great experience with doing, whether it's in the kitchen or behind the bar. Uh, and that was a really cool audience to open up sushi or Japanese flavors to. And they, they really, really love that. So we're going to make sure that a lot of our menu is just some, like for everyone, you know, having our meat lovers, our fish lovers, having uh, vegan and gluten-free. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've um, looked at a lot of not similar places, but like Japanese, Chinese, other restaurants, and a lot of their stuff isn't gluten-free, and it's it's little steps that you can take to fix that. You just have to be thoughtful and considerate about it. So we're again, this is stuff that you know, Chris and I have done before. So, um, I mean, I I personally like the fried rice. That's we're definitely gonna, gonna have yeah. Let's get the fried rice bowl. That was absolutely. Me. And I've come twice in one night to get the sashimi tuna one night. I have no shame in that. When it, <laughs> when it's a whole loin there, I mean, why wouldn't you? It was fire and rice. It's just a given. Yeah, it's it was just a given. The No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there is something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, carryout, and delivery. And they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Harper Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m. Or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com and you too can be fueled by Zeke's. So when are you looking to open back up so people can know when you're going to open back up? We are still trying to wrap up some of our permits and things, and that's really kind of hard to get timelines on, really. Uh, I'm trying to bug them without bugging city folk uh, as much as I can. Uh, we're hoping mid to late November it'd be nice to catch some of the, the Thanksgiving, if we can, the Thanksgiving crowd, people in town. Um, I'd love to be here on that Wednesday before Thanksgiving where everyone's home for the holidays and mm. wants to maybe get out of the house for a little bit. 
<laughs> enjoy a drink. Um, but we're we're pushing as best as we can, as fast as we can. We've got the liquor license that was a huge hurdle, and now it's just getting the dominoes that are city permits to fall in place for us. <laughs> so, I mean, what would you say right now? Do you are you having a program for people who are donating? Uh, I don't know if you. Are you going to talk about that? We can, absolutely. Um, that's that's kind of why we're here. Uh, we've got this GoFundMe. Um, and I, to kind of help get some of the funding started, get the doors back open, pay for some of these permits, uh, get help with getting our inventory in. Liquor is really expensive. <laughs> um, and But it's not... I never like, I never like asking for a handout. Um, so I've... I try to think of some really thoughtful tiers that people can kind of, uh, as incentives that people could kind of like claim. Um, so we've got, there's different types of swag, like different, we wanna, our, our shirts have been really popular. We like kind of do the, the music band motif shirts. Um, there's the new lovely Baltimore bag tax in place. So we're gonna have fire and rice tote bags for all your carry-out needs. Um, and then we've also got different, uh, like, prefix meals. So you can, if you claim one of those incentives, um, anywhere from a two, four, to six-person party, make a reservation with us, let us know that you've paid for one of these prefix meals, and then we'll have a whole new menu that's just for those folks. Um, hopefully we can get open before the holidays because one of the other incentives is a private event for up to 20 people, and that includes all the food and beverage. Uh, so yeah, we're like, we're asking for money, but we're giving a lot of cool stuff back. I mean, <clears throat> I do know a neighborhood is looking for a holiday party spot. Okay. I'm not going to say where, but uh, I can tell you the They street. can talk to me. Uh, I know I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> know a guy. So that would be great. What about a sake program? Are you going to have oh, a sake Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about it. I mean... We want to do, so one of the ideas I had from the get-go was I wanted to have a socket club, another great I idea for getting people introduced to something they may not know or maybe they do know and they want to know more about, more about it. It's kind of hard to find some of that stuff, and I found some really great distributors that I'm tapping into um, to find some kind of interesting new sockets. But, yeah, socket club, the, um, it's a yearly membership where you get a, a bottle of, of sake, a different bottle of sake every month. And we might do special events. We might do, uh, definitely want to do tasting or education classes. That's one of the flights themselves is just, oh, we got one of our new menu items. What is, what We're is doing it? sort of a Japanese-inspired smash burger. I didn't want to spoil the surprise. Oh, wow. <laughs> so kind of playing with uh, sesame leeks, a little Japanese mayo. And we've got, we're going to do a vegan version of this with the, the Beyond Burger patties, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> everybody's eating over there. Do you need so. one? <laughs> no, no, everybody's eating, so I don't Commercial break. <laughs> are there any vegans in the house that would like to? Back there. There we are. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to try one of these smash burgers real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't want vegan. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I understand. Nothing against If you want a commercial break, bud. Visit your neighborhood sanctuary and do wellness for a luxurious experience for everybody. Treat yourself and a loved one with a massage, facial, or an entire day of pampering 
with our deluxe spa day packages that include lunch from the restaurant next door, fire and rice. For more information on booking or purchasing gift cards, visit their website at indowellness.com or call at 443-438-4048. They look forward to welcoming you and your loved ones to their beautiful new space at Soha Union, located at 4801 Harbor Road, Suite 1. But yeah, wow. I'm I'm not gonna eat on. on um, thing, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't hear. Nobody wants to hear me chewing. <laughs> it's a lot of editing, right? But yeah, there. the sake club, and um, we also wanted to offer just the sake class too. To kind of kind of get people more interested in in this kind of overlooked. It's not a it's not a wine. It's nice to drink in a wine glass. It's brewed like a beer. We'll get into it. It's all in the class. You guys got to sign up for the class. And what would you like to tell the audience that's here right now? I mean, I mean, this has been an amazing interview. It's been an amazing evening. It's a Monday night in Walterson hanging out. I gotta say Walterson because that's where we are. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> gotta say Walterson. You know, I gotta say, I gotta give a shout out to it. Um, um, but what would you like to say to everybody who's listening in Baltimore and beyond? Um, again, my, my, most of my audience is Baltimore. My second biggest audience is D.C., mm-hmm. Virginia, Philly, New York. When they come in town, what do you mean? You're all here. What, 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 is, what is the selling I think, point? I think the, the question was like, why keep going? Why keep moving forward with Fire and Rice? And I think people mm-hmm. were just getting to know the concept, and they were excited about seeing it fully fledged and a lot of that has changed um but that that doesn't mean it still can't be something that's different but amazing um so that's why we're here to kind of show you guys talk to you guys that this is why we're this is what we're pushing towards this is what we're hoping to do um once we get everything in order um you getting to know the man behind the mask the barless bartender for two years uh, and, and, and what we really want to bring to the neighborhood. Um, and we, st- we still need some help getting there. Um, so if you haven't already supported, check out, check out the incentives. We really love you guys sharing uh, with friends and neighbors and other people on your social media to kind of help get the word out. And that's, that's part of why you and I are talking is, get the word out about who I am, who we are, what we want to do and how we can, how you guys can help us. Folks, you're already here first, second, second time, second Second time, second time's a charm. But I would like to thank you for having this awesome night. It's a great evening. I'm glad we could do something like this. I'm glad to see neighbors. I see neighbors on social media. Now I finally get to meet people I see on social media all the time. So it's always good to get together. And again, Please support whatever you can do. Please support. And again, thank you so much, Alex, for having us here this evening. Really appreciate it. Aaron, thank you, man. I really, it's been a really fun night. <laughs> thank you.